everyone. Welcome to How Do You Want It? I am Amber. This is Tiffany. And I'm Becky. With that good hair. Today. Uh, we have our guest, Lily, here. Hola, Yay. Lily. Hola. Me. <laughs> <laughs> this is episode 24, like I said earlier. If you didn't know. Now you know. Now you know. Episode 24. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get started into our topic today and with our guests, we want to talk a little bit about our updates. It's an emotional topic for me. No. I recently got laid off. It's actually been one month today. So oh my I've god been, already yeah i've been laid off for 30 days i'm going out of my mind Shit. because i've just worked i feel like it's only been two weeks right out of college like probably like a, i think i had a week maybe a couple nah, four days and then i started working right out of college and then 12 years later don't do the math because then you're going to realize i'm real motherfucking old <laughs> actually i was a genius and i graduated from high school early <laughs> i went to college early <laughs> That's so random. Um, yeah, so I have not been working. What you been uh, doing with your life? Fucking nothing. I hate it. I feel like a piece of shit. Not too long ago, she was, I think, um, we have a group chat going, and she commented like, it's Friday. I'm like, bitch, why you care? <laughs> Every day is Friday. <laughs> I'm like, I have been counting down the motherfucking She's like, week. it's been a really long week. I'm like, you know that's funny because it's a long week when you ain't fucking doing nothing i feel like that goes by quicker like i want to say it's friday but i'm like nope i can't do it out of respect for amber (laughs) yeah and i'm the one that's usually posting that or sending it to you guys but yeah it's just really difficult for me because i'm used to i don't know i don't keeping my mind busy Mm -hmm. and work is like a distraction for me from life so I'm used to being caught up in all that stuff. And now that I'm not, I feel like, like I said, I feel very like unproductive because so everybody's like, well, don't you have a hobby or don't you have something that you've always dreamed of doing? And I was like, I didn't have time to dream. I didn't, I didn't have time to dream, dream. I didn't have time to dream. I didn't, I didn't have time to dream, dream. I didn't have time to dream. I didn't, I didn't have time to dream, dream. I was working. That's why we said your headstone was going to say work, work. Yeah. I know. And now I'm like, what has my life become? If no. I die tomorrow, what are they going to say? It's going to say bitch, Netflix. This bitch, <laughs> this bitch died binge watching Ugly Betty. Ugly Betty. She died watching Ugly Betty. Oh, random. That really saddens me. And I was, I I seriously have been trying to think of a hobby and I don't have one. So that's kind of my life right now. It's okay to not have a hobby. I think that's so fucking overrated. Like sometimes you can just like chill, like fuck it. I know, but it's so, I think you're overthinking that too much. Like a hobby. Like I don't have anything to do. I don't have anything to do. I don't have anything to do. You know, just relax. Enjoy that shit. Go get a facial. You know what kind of facial I want. And I ain't getting that during the day. No. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So it's, it's really hard for me right now. Obviously, I'm applying for work, but I'm not hearing anything. Any, so I don't know. I just feel like a fucking bum. But we are going on vacation. <laughs> yeah. I finally yeah. decided. So That's we'll see. Exciting. Yeah. I still feel like ev- with every swipe of my debit card, I'm broke <laughs> by the minute. 
<laughs> Although I am still getting paid, but you know. I know. <laughs> it's a hard concept for me. That's why you have You're getting shit paid right now, to stay home? Yeah, I am. Fuck that. I am. Right? How can I sign up for that? Yeah, right? I'm like, girl, uh, I trade you places. If you want to go do my job, I'm perfectly fine with that. <laughs> I'm happy to stay in bed. <laughs> People already want to come to my house, do my laundry. I will be anybody's maid, I guess. Girl. I know, but I can't be my own maid. Because I look at my room. Look at my room. You see my room? You should have seen Tiffany's face right now. I'll be like, like, how are you going to go work somewhere else and you got a whole house to clean? It's different when it's your own. Like I said, have you seen my motherfucking room? As long as there's like a path on the floor, like you're good. There is. A path to one sliver of my bed. The other side is for all her gadgets. <laughs> I know because I've been spending a lot of time in the room lately. <laughs> you might want to clean those gadgets. <laughs> oh no, she found she all found my vibrator and it's still right there because I got batteries. Well, I got a charger, a new charger for my vibrator. That's an update. Mm-hmm. So that's what you're doing. She has like <laughs> I wish I forget. She has a vibrator, bottles of water. Because you gotta stay hydrated when you masturbate. <laughs> Like the no, I and I got two laptops. Oh, that's true. That can have two work to be one. And several remote controls, I see. <laughs> I was like, what does this one go to? It's the vibrator. <laughs> 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 like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Whatever, Becky. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough with my motherfucking update. I'm sweating in here. Yeah, it's hot. It's hot. Another update. It's 100 motherfucking degrees oh, in California. Like 81. <laughs> I mean, not like that, girl. (laughs) She stays hot, just like she stay woke. I'm sweating. I know, me too. Okay, so my update is that I moved out. Me and my little boy moved into this really cool house. We used, well, yeah, we did. We used to live in a long time ago. And we live with an elderly lady, and she's cool as fuck. She's into politics, and... It's like a little mini mansion. Yeah, it is. You've been there before, producer. It's really cool. Yeah. You remember? You remember? <laughs> Actually, funny story about that no. old house. Is <laughs> the producer almost got me kicked out. <laughs> Why? Oh, shit. Because when I first lived there, before I had children um, or a child, um, all, I didn't even do anything bad to him. It wasn't even that bad, okay? We were at a, like a, a show somewhere like in downtown Pomona and I just so happened to find an abandoned stroller which I placed on the top of his car. <laughs> Harmless, right? What damage did I do to your car? None. And I put a picture of my friend's dog on his window because she took pictures of her dog for Christmas. And you were just walking around with your friend's dog in your wallet. No, the picture. Of course I was. It was a wallet size. Of course I was. It was a wallet size. Of course I was. It was a wallet size. Of course I was. It was a wallet size. The dog was wearing a Of course a I was. I'm going to walk around with pictures of my kids. <laughs> was wearing a sweater like a christmas sweater and i was like i hate this picture and i put it on i put it on the producer <laughs> actually we both hated that's that that's what he was what? most everything i get by. you i'm gonna get you wallet size so you have to carry it around of course i do it's wallet size 
Oh my god, that's all I did to him. So then, anyway, I did not sleep at my house that night. I slept at my parents' house because my parents were out of town. So this bitch thought I was at my home home, and he went there, and he left the abandoned stroller in the lady's fucking driveway. And then when her family got home, they were like, oh my god, somebody abandoned their baby. And it was this bitch. And then... He shaving creamed my car. She knew that it had something to do with me because the stroller had shaving cream on it. And then when I came home, my car had like little bits and pieces of shaving cream on it. And she was like, do you know anything about this stroller? And I was like, no, nothing. She's like, well, how come your car has shaving cream on it too? And I was like, oh, no, baby. She totally caught me. I know. So that was one. There's some fucked up people that live around here. I know. That's all I if did. But it's funny because we both hated that dog. Like she was a bitch, right? Remember when she got embarrassed when she hit her head on the table? Have the you ever dog? seen a dog get embarrassed? That shit's funny. But that, I can't even imagine. The that. dog got embarrassed. She was so mad at us for laughing. She barked at us because she bumped her own head under a table. But anyway, yeah, so I moved into that house again, and it's really pretty, and there's coyotes and owls. It's a very peaceful little spot, and me and my little boy are enjoying it there a lot. That's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's decorated super super cute. cute. Thank you. (laughs) I always like to watch his, like, Snapchats. Uh, of of like him looking out the window it's like it's a beautiful sunset he loves looking out the window yeah yeah he always has cute videos he's in love with his little spot so yeah you could tell he Mm -hmm. like really loves his space so that's cool Mm -hmm. all right cool all right we'll talk about that dog later (laughs) 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 all right tiffany it's your turn what you been up to grill Okay, so I had it all like scrambled and I don't know where to go, but I know you could talk about Beyonce. (laughs) (laughs) Got a new pump. No, I got a new breast pump. (laughs) No, so I wanted to talk about, you know, my relationship a little bit because um, I felt like for a while we were going through this like rough patch of things and there's like a, a, a series of events with Pablo as far as like women in his life go that have caused like a lot of I feel like insecurity with me that happened a couple months ago we went to a girl he used to work with we went to her wedding and every female that I met when that wedding was over was basically like standoffish and not really like inviting or happy to meet me it seemed like it was really weird well we got to the reception and we um everybody like got to their seats and stuff like that and it was basically everyone he used to work with at the school And one of the girls kept making comments, kind of like, oh, Pablo used to come over and we would get all drunk and then he would like fall asleep in my room. Remember when you were in my room that one time and she kept making comments, kind of insinuating that like, I want to stab her. Right. (laughs) So kind of like basically (laughs) insinuating that like almost that shit happened, it seemed like. Right. And then she was like, oh, my dad, remember my dad came in and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just kind of like, what the? So I'm already getting anxious like this whole time. Well, I go and I get a drink at one point. I mean, she was sitting at the table by herself. And um, I stabbed that bitch. I, I cut a bitch. 
She's out on bail, y'all. <laughs> um, no, so I went and I got a drink and I came back and Pablo's sitting next to her and I kind of overhear her say like, you know, and I just feel really awkward. So now it's like, fucking shit. Like, did why you did... look fabulous that night, though? <sighs> I can't say that I felt fabulous. because you looked good. But I feel like yeah. I looked better than she did. <laughs> just I saw that. her on her Instagram. Not you, but the other girl. And yes, yeah. she looked better. That's yeah, so learned. I was like, girl, you should have just took like, one look at her worried? and be like, bitch, you trifling. <laughs> uh-uh. I mean, not to hate on other women. I love them. <laughs> I mean, when, when, gonna, when, when they're be being haters. Yeah. specific ones we don't have to like. Right, so. <laughs> she wearing Android high heels. <laughs> she probably was. So I guess like my, my, my point with the whole thing was like, I was, ended up being upset with Pablo because I felt that he didn't address the situation like right then and there. You know, and, and to him, he's like, it just wasn't the time. It wasn't the time and place. And like, just because I don't handle things the way you would, like you're upset at me, you know, because you're going to do things and handle it in the way you would. But that's not me. That's not who I am. Like, I've known these people. I feel like I'm never going to see them again. And that's fine. Like, why do I need to make an awkward situation and awkward for everyone else? Yeah. You know, and so that's difficult for me to swallow in a sense because I feel like, no, how, fuck that. Like, how would you have wanted him to handle it? I think that he could have handled it in the way where, you know, they were talking one on one and he could have told her exactly what he told me. This is not the time and place. I'm here with my girlfriend and I feel like you're being very disrespectful. Yes. Mm-hmm, I agree. I think that's like, I feel like that's civil enough. That bitch, sure. Exactly. So, because really like I once way. told my uncle, you need to check your bitch. <laughs> You need to check your bitch. 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 <laughs> she was acting out of control at my grandma's 50th wedding. I was like, uh-uh, you need to check your bitch. How many weddings your grandma had? Well, she had a lot of anniversaries, girl. They were married for a motherfucking long time. You said 50th wedding. 50th wedding, oh, 50th wedding anniversary. <laughs> Yes, girl. She, she got her around, husband okay? every year. You see my grandma. She's she's a dynamic individual. <laughs> she is, girl. She got a lot of men. Anyways. So that's been a topic of conversation that we've been having. And it basically concludes like we just don't understand each other in that sense, which kind of sucks. So I'm just kind of like, mm, okay. <laughs> well, now you know how I'm going to handle it. Now you know how I want you to handle it. In yeah. the future. So follow. <laughs> right. Yeah. But then I'm like, okay, well, you want me to be, you want me to say more? Because he's like, well, if I, if somebody was doing that to me and you weren't saying anything, I would have just like challenged them more. Like, oh, so like, you know, just ask them questions and make them feel stupid, I guess. I'm like, like, oh, so I should have done that. <laughs> I should have made it awkward for everyone. So you had somebody to blame. Like, <laughs> it I don't know why me. you was asking those questions. <laughs> but she did ask me like, so how do you and Pablo know each other? Bitch, we fucking. <laughs> <laughs> He's fingering me under the table right now, bitch. <laughs> Pull out your finger. Show your wriggly finger. Back to you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, that's hilarious. I wish I would have. Now, well, now looking she knows. back, that's any how you more trifling bitches I meet in the future, I'll be real extra. <laughs> Yes, bitch. Just be. Just take a note from Cardi B. Oh, that bitch, a real extra. We need some drops from her, but from that bitch. <laughs> Not today. You saw that ring, though. Um. Mm-hmm. So I guess being extra does work, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta post a snap story or whatever Instagram story of you saying you're single, getting ready to go to the club, and then he'll propose. <laughs> 
He's like, not, no, not anymore. You ain't, girl. <laughs> you already don't let me out the house. <laughs> That's why I give him one more reason. <laughs> lock the door. I mean, we good right now. I'm trying to keep my crazy in, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing all right. And, and that's going to be kind of part of the next podcast that we do called Relationships Are Hard because <laughs> they, are. they are fucking hard. Yeah. And we all have a little According to bit, women. Uh, they're yeah. harder in, in our age. So we'll get into that. We'll women. save that for another motherfucking day. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> Not today. Because we have a special guest with us. Hello. Welcome. Welcome. So Lily is our guest and she is here to talk about um, her life, which has been very interesting. Very boring. Very boring. <laughs> <laughs> a lot going on and just to kind of give us a different perspective and we just kind of want to talk to you and hear your story because you've shared your story across all different platforms, right? Like you've been on TV to different schools public and speaking. public speaking events, right? To talk about you yeah so rather than me try to sum it up um, maybe you can just kind of give us a little introduction to what is it that you talk about before i start talking does this filter make my voice sound fat (laughs) 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 you sound real skinny girl you sound real good (laughs) okay so um my name is lily and um, the reason that I've been able to travel a little bit and um, share my story and talk about myself um, is because I am formally incarcerated. That's right. I did some time in the pen. <laughs> yep. And orange is not the new black. Let me just say, <laughs> fuck orange. <laughs> is it beige or what? No, it's orange, but I can't. Oh. <laughs> but once you wear that shit for like two years straight, I'm like, I'm good. I'm over this. She hates Halloween. (laughs) I didn't say that. (laughs) I didn't say that. (laughs) So um, I was incarcerated um, for two years, a little bit over two years. And of the time that I spent on my California staycation, I did all my time in solitary confinement with the exception of like two months on my sentence. Um, How How do you end up in solitary confinement? Well, what did you do? Did you, you didn't say that, right? First of all, you don't ask that. I know. I know. Do I you? Like, I don't know. Do you ask that? No, or, like in, like insert, like teach in, us. in settings, like you don't ask, like it's oh. not like people share with you. Oh, okay. And you don't. You ask. learn something new every day. You don't ask. I met this lady and she was like, so what were you in there for? And I was like, so like not, up. not even in <laughs> there. You not ask. even in there. You don't ask. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. So people just, it's just like this unspoken thing. Like you just, don't you're in and that's it. Yeah. You don't ask. Okay, cool. just get their paperwork and find out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm find out okay, well, so how do you end up in solitary? So the reason that I... You can up, ask that, right? Yes. Okay. No, I'm going to I'm gonna tell y'all because of the platform that we're on, obviously. <laughs> the listeners I'm like, oh my God, I, I already started off on the wrong foot. <laughs> You're already disrespectful. <laughs> I'm going to see you in the yard. <laughs> Catch you outside. How about that? How about that, bitch? <laughs> So um, the reason that I ended up in solitary confinement um, was because I grew up in South Central Los Angeles, like the real South Central. I was a foster kid. I spent some time in a group home, not a lot. I was a teen mom. I went to community college. I married probably the guy that I shouldn't have, but I did because I was in love, you know, that young thug love. Gangsters need love too. Mm, Not this one. (laughs) Talking about, never mind. (laughs) She was. I... 
got married, all that stuff. Fast forward, like I'm in college. I ended up leaving the guy and I'm working for the county of Los Angeles as a fraud investigator. Um, I had surpassed all that shit, moved on, right? Mm -hmm. And so once I was arrested for a crime that I committed at the age of 18, um, the reason that I was put in solitary confinement was because I was what they would call like a government employee. Even though like I didn't have a gun, I didn't have like any real fucking power. I didn't do shit like that, but that was enough. Um, So you don't have to be in there just because you did something bad. Per se. Well, I mean, like, it just it just depends. Like, there is no like there's like this whole thing right now with like solitary confinement and trying to end it because the reasons that you go into solitary confinement are so vague and broad. Like, yeah. it could be anything. Mm-hmm. If, for example, like my major now is um, Chicano studies. If somebody were to mail me a book on Chicano studies or something cultural or historical like that, like that's enough to validate me um, for like gang ties. Oh, really? Yes. And yes. so then you would be placed in, so- in-, in solitary confinement for that. Because they don't want you to like start any activity there, because it's or like I'm connected to like a group. A group. Okay. Yeah. So wow. it's... a political group, right? Right. Is that kind of what it is? No. So if they a sent you a <laughs> yes. if they sent you a book about Chicano studies, right? That alone is enough to like put you in there. Wow. Yeah. Or like if you send me like a cast a calendar or something like that. Yeah. That's that's so crazy. it could be like any any number of reasons. There is no. Um, like this is yeah yeah it's, it's not just like, like bad behavior or anything like that right which i think most people like associate no. that with yeah like, from what you've seen yeah, yeah no and that's completely on TV. wrong and then like the amount of time that you can spend in solitary confinement is indefinite like there's people that have spent you know their whole ooh, sentence in there pretty much god. like 13 20 years oh my god yes yes and is it really just like you in a room by yourself with nothing yes. no there's like a metal toilet and like a metal sink but and like a little table but that is absolutely it. You I don't get anything. Nothing. You have nothing coming to you. No there's sense like, of time. No, no, no sense of time. Oh there's God. no clock there. There's not anything like that. Um, your meals are delivered to you through a slot. You have no human interaction, no touch, no anything. Like the only way I was able to communicate with anyone was like yelling through my cell door to like the person in the cell next to me. And then um, you're, in t- you're allowed to like leave your cell one hour of the day to go into like a yard. But the yard is like uh, another box, just like slightly bigger yeah <laughs> so, and um there's like metal on the top so like that's your sunlight but it's like mm-hmm. layers and layers of metal that you you can't see shit like you're not gonna go out there in tent. let me just say yeah wow. yeah and no like i said no human contact every time i was transported anywhere like to court or anything i was in my orange jumpsuit waist chained handcuffed all of that and um, how i mean how was that that how did you well it's totally for me it was totally like a mental thing right so i leaned into my comedic side a little bit more and just had to do that to get through it when i would go to court most courthouses have an underground area where that's where the buses go through like if you see like the big old buses Mm -hmm. at the la county sheriff's department yeah that was my tour bus girl (laughs) (laughs) the vip section in the front and everything (laughs) i mean it was a little cage and all but still yeah um, so that's where all the transportation takes place. So I would see like some of the men or different people. They'd be like, damn girl, what you do? Why you, why they got you like that? And this and this and this Like and you that. murdered somebody and or something. And I who you kill? And I was like the last person that asked me that. <laughs> <laughs> and then, <laughs> so the people in like blue and yellow jumpsuits, that's usually like the mental health unit. And they're, so one of the guys that asked me was wearing the blue and yellow. So he was in the mental health ward. He's like, damn, damn girl, you need to be with us wearing blue and yellow. <laughs> I was like, all right. Um, 
so that that was that experience and um i just read a lot and um i would just find different ways to keep myself entertained just to find an escape from right, it. Right, because it will drive you, like, absolutely fucking crazy. Like, yeah, that yeah. was designed to break you, to dehumanize you, mm-hmm. to just, you know, like, there are studies that show that after 15 days in solitary confinement, it has, like, effects on the brain. So, yeah. Oh, my God. If I'm crazy, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason. That is why. <laughs> so you weren't even allowed to see, like, your family or anything? I could see them um, for 30 minutes each weekend behind a glass. Yeah. Like, on the phone. Like, I raised my daughter for two years behind a glass. Wow. Yeah. And through the mail. Yeah. That was like very difficult. I would ask, hey, don't cuff me. Because I, when I would get escorted back to my cell, like I said, I had to be waist chained even like to go to a visit. They'd be like, well, you should have thought about that before you got here. It's a little too late for that now. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So um, it was it was hard. Even my daughter's like pretty vocal about her experience because I think that sometimes, you know, LA County has like the biggest jail, right? LAUSD is also like one of our largest school districts. So it only makes sense that a lot of those kids are going to have like a parent or loved one or somebody that's locked locked up so it's like how does that impact them and they're stigmatized and they can't share about their experiences yeah because it's all hush hush especially Mm -hmm. in a latino community yeah so do you um feel like through what you're doing now like talking to other people like are you contributing to the destigmatization stigmatization of all of that like or has it become easier for you to talk about and for your daughter i think it's still it's difficult for me because I want to, because it's easy to like exceptionalize and sensationalize a person. And right. I want to talk about like the greater picture, like how mass incarceration impacts women, how it's like the highest growing rate of incarceration. Uh-huh. Um, so I do it now because as I've been in this sphere, it's always centered on men. Men, mm-hmm. it's like men of color. Right? Yeah, right. And I'm like, well, you know, that's great and all, but women go to prison too. Right. Women are in solitary confinement too. And it's very different because most women, like 80% of women that are incarcerated were the primary caregiver of their children prior to incarceration. Right. So how does that impact that? And then how does that impact your incarceration experience, your reentry experience? And then as a woman, like we need different things than the men, like sanitary napkins, tampons, all that stuff. Like you're only allotted like a certain amount. Other than that, like you have to buy them from commissary. Well, if you don't have family to put money on your books and stuff, these are a lot of things that like people don't even, don't even about. think about right. Don't right. Know about, yeah. And then I've also found that a lot of women are like reluctant to um, share their experience or story. How can we put the experiences of women or center this conversation on those experiences? Right. Because I feel like a lot of emotional growth in, in any, for any traumatic experience, the emotional weight lessens when you're able to talk about it. Yes. And have it just thrown out on the table without anybody, you know, yeah. um, passing judgment and whatever. So if there's not a lot of places for women to talk about it, then how are you guys supposed to get through it and gain support? Yeah. So when I first came home, it was something that like I didn't want anybody to know about. That's what I was going to ask. Like, yeah, did was, you right away feel like, no, hey, I want to no, talk about this? No, not at all. That's not how it happened. I remember my brother picked me up when I got out of prison and my fucking mom was there with the camera. Oh like, my God. No like, way. Yeah. Like, Bitch, please, like not right. Like you don't show up to my high school fucking graduation and take a picture of it, but for this, you want a fucking picture? Like are <laughs> yeah. you fucking yeah. serious? Yeah. <laughs> so as we were driving down like the, the highway, I remember like I got like my prison ID and I just threw it out the window. Cause yeah. I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want to think about it. I wanted to push it behind me and just move forward and that's it. Yeah. And as I came home and I started to look for employment, 
and started to try and like get my life back together. Like I lost my job with the county, obviously. So I was like, okay, not a problem. Like I have a degree. I mean, I only had an AA back then, but still I have, yeah. I have a degree. I have some work experience. Like my resume looks bomb, like whatever, I got this. No bitch, you don't. Like as soon as um, I'd go on interviews or fill out the employment application and they ask, mm-hmm. have you ever been convicted of a felony? It's like, yes, I have 17. So. Yeah. That was instant um, disqualification, right, Mm -hmm. for any employment. So that was one thing, right? And that kept me like in that box. And so after coming home from prison, you know, I was still in this relationship with my ex-husband and I just realized I was fighting for my life because I was facing a lot of time and to come home and to be unhappy and to come home to this, I was like, no, you got to go homeboy. So that was one thing. Was it difficult for you since you were in solitary for so long to have interactions with people or people asking you questions or any anything like that that's still difficult mm-hmm. i can't do big crowds and even still sometimes it, it is difficult like i am always like very aware of my surroundings like just check everything out it's definitely put me on this different eye alert mm-hmm. and i'm also very in large crowds like, i can't do it for too much or too long right or even like interactions with people i'm like okay this is like sensory fucking overload Mm -hmm. i need to take my ass home so those things still get to be too much and initially like i wasn't seeing anybody or talking to anybody but as i started realizing that damn i need to probably talk to a fucking therapist she started telling me like you're always going to have those triggers that's Mm -hmm. fine but it's just how you handle them or how you navigate through them that's going to change as through time so those things are always going to happen and they always happen and i'm just more like okay like, I know this is going to happen. So, like, how can I prep myself? Like, going make yourself feel comfortable. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or you have, like, tools that you know that you're going to use when it comes on. Yeah. Sometimes it's just, like, removing myself from the situation. Just, like, not doing things, mm-hmm. you know? That's a lot of the reason why people are like, well, you never fucking come. Like, yeah, it's, there's people there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it because you just feel comfortable being alone? It's not even something that I give much thought to. It's just naturally. I get so much anxiety and people are like, well, you you know, you go to these events and you speak. And it's, no, I go to the restroom and probably have a breakdown every single time that yeah. I'm about to do it. Right. It's not freaking easy. It's it's difficult. It takes a lot of build up to get yes. you to the point where you have to do that. It's a lot but of you're work. You're doing a good job, but you make it look easy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's the filter. <laughs> she constantly on that Snapchat filter. <laughs> so you come home. You know, you try to get a, a job, um, you're yeah, having I, trouble with that. I, but what is it, I guess, where do you get to where you're at today? Like, what made you realize, like, hey, I want to tell my story or I want to shed light on their female experience? Totally by accident. Um, after me struggling and being not, being unable to find employment and just not knowing what I was going to do with my life, I felt so stuck, so depressed. Like, I was in this really bad place but I felt like I couldn't get out of. And um, I knew of this organization, y'all might've heard of it, Homeboy Industries. Mm -hmm. And I knew what they did, but not how they did it or if they'd be able to service me. And um, so I looked into it online and you know, everybody in LA pretty much knows Homeboy Industries. Mm -hmm. And um, I called, let me just say like, nobody at Homeboy Industries ever answers. (laughs) (laughs) And that's because that place is busy. I'm like, they're making bread, girl. They're busy AF, (laughs) it's, it's hella busy. So I went there and I went through like a whole process to become a trainee there, which is an 18 month program. And um, that's where I started working. They gave me a job eventually. Um, And like I said, it was this whole process. And when I started there, I started scrubbing toilets and washing windows. That's how I started. And then eventually I moved into a different position, still as a trainee, but 
into an office position and eventually I ended up being like the community outreach coordinator, but still as a trainee. <laughs> and then I started taking these classes called Pathways to College. And I only did it because I quickly realized like the more classes that I take, the less time I have to fucking work. So yeah. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna take all these classes. <laughs> <laughs> and like I said, one of them was Pathways to College and in it, I mentioned like, oh yeah, you know, prior to my arrest, like I was a student at Cal State Northridge. And so the coordinator just ran with that. And like she had me apply. And back when I applied to college, I want to say on paper, I was mailed yeah. an acceptance letter and like this whole thing. So, you know, we went through the whole process and like everything's so different. Eventually I started school. And once um, that happened, while I was at Homeboy, I met this woman and she offered me the opportunity to blog. And I was like, I don't even know what that is. I don't know how to do that. Like, no. And little by little, <laughs> I, started, <No. laughs> I, started, I started sharing my story and it became very healing for me. Mm -hmm. And then when I was on campus, I was always very like, well, what if people find out? What if they know? Like, how are they gonna treat me? What's gonna happen? And then I also encountered like a whole set of like different issues when I was there, like the challenges and having to just navigate that whole system and that whole process. And I started thinking like, how many people are there like me? Mm -hmm. How many other um, people are experiencing this? And so then I looked into it and like there was a lot of people like me, just not a lot of people were vocal about it. Right. And so rather than, somebody find out little by little I just started becoming more and more open as I felt comfortable what were the reactions that you received surprisingly supportive and yeah so, so far everyone has been supportive recently the LA Times featured me in an article talking about banning the box on employment applications and soon after that like somebody mailed me like in the mail a hate letter oh no way and I was like I made it y'all <laughs> Arrived, just be hating. You know, you made it. I got my first hater. I'm gonna fucking frame this shit. <laughs> but initially, obviously, that wasn't my reaction. You know, it took me a while to get there. You know, other women started coming to me like, "How did you do this? How did you?" I'm like, oh, "Okay." Other women feel the same way. Share my experience, and how can we highlight this? And how right. can we talk about this? And how can we create safe spaces for those discussions and conversations to like destigmatize the experience. Yeah, turn that negative into right. a positive. And also look at like our communities, like why things happen, like look at like the war on drugs, right? Like it was, right. and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So looking at that, it's allowed me to look at that bigger picture. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously I'm not denying like any accountability on my end, but also looking at like the systems that are in place um, and laws that are in place, you know, that give people like these fucked up ass sentences, like immigration, mental health, drugs, like, Incarceration doesn't fucking help, help any of that. Shit. Yeah. So, long story short, I ended up blogging and then they were like, yo, this is fire. <laughs> <laughs> shit is lit, me. And I was like, I'm not even writing anything fucking like, like no, Great I'm just, yeah. no, I'm just writing about my experience, but other people were able to relate to that. Mm -hmm. And so then that's kind of how it started. And I would read the comments and the feedback and that for me, that was also very empowering right. because I was going through a really difficult time. Yeah. And then finding other women that like share that experience too, that say like, hey, like, you're not crazy, maybe a little bit, but, <laughs> but we all are. But you know that that's true for for me too. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I think that's really cool. I mean, because it's not, or so it's not maybe that you don't know a lot of people that have had that experience. But to your point earlier, it's not always talked about because it's specifically in like the Latin community, right? All of that kind of shit is taboo. Like we don't even go to therapy. We don't do any of this. I could just imagine how you felt just being like, okay, <clears throat> fuck, I just gotta say like I'm going to school this never happened but to your point there are a lot of women yeah. or females that have gone through that same thing and you have to feel like you have a space to talk about it and feel comfortable in sharing that so it's really cool like I think when I heard that about you I, would, I didn't think anything I'm like oh shit okay cool like I don't know yeah you know, like 
And if you think about it, like we probably all know someone that's been incarcerated and like how do our, does our family react or respond to that person? Like, oh, here comes that primo. Oh yeah. Oh, hi Joe shit. He gonna take it. Like, how, <laughs> how are we like as a family even supportive or like, oh, well he can't fucking find a job. He's a fucking deadbeat. Da, 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 da. It's like, bitch, he can't fucking find a job. Let's talk about that. You right. know? Let's talk about why he ended up in there instead of. Right. Yeah. Like let's be more. And supportive. how he, yeah. by not changing that whole system is like people end up falling back into that routine of whatever they were doing and ending up incarcerated again because there's just no outlet for them. Yeah. There's no... There's, there's nothing, um, like I said, in prison, there is like no re-entry service. There is no rehabilitative service. Like, mm-hmm. There is nothing, the only thing that that... Let me just say this, like when people go in there, they're already like broken and have all kinds of fucking issues. shit, right? right? So then you add this experience on top of that, it's like, what the fuck you expect? It's right. gonna happen. Like, yeah. When you offer no kind of alternative or support right. or reentry service like where am i gonna work where am i gonna live you have there's over like there's close to fifty thousand collateral consequences across the united states for someone that has a felony on the record including employment housing and all that stuff like mm-hmm. not even yeah uh-huh. yeah the woman that i'm living with her sister was incarcerated also and i think she said she did the like fire program she worked for i want to say five three or five years training and putting out fires for a dollar uh, oh that's still happening a dollar yeah, a day. I was say that still that is still happening. and when yeah. she came out she could not get a job yeah. for the life of her even though she did all of that like she was best behavior and all that other bull crap but she couldn't voted best smile <clears throat> best, voted best, best, <laughs> best physique <clears throat> do yeah. you still do you feel like that's changing a little bit or i mean because all the things that you do and the, the groups that you're a part of do you feel like there is a voice for for those groups now or it's barely like no there isn't we're just saying bitch i'm gonna have this conversation and you go listen right like that's the difference like it's there's we're creating our own spaces we're yeah. sharing our own experiences but i think that like no like not like solitary confinement is still happening yeah oh yeah the incarceration rates you know are still fucking high exploiting people for like labor in the prison system uh-huh. is still fucking happening um yeah that's such an like incredible system that it occurs and it still exists. Well, I feel like it's so deeply rooted into racism and everything that <laughs> it's, it, it's, you know, yes, you can make a fucking TV show about it and people think they fucking know, you know, but the, Orange is the New Black is, sounds like such a lie because those women just look like they're hanging out and having a good old time doing whatever they want. Yeah, and it's like, look at the perspective <laughs> that it was written from. Like, it was somebody with white privilege with white privilege yeah. which thanks you know for using that to talk of create this discussion however let's not also you know not look at the fact that most women that have gone to prison have not written a book or have a fucking series on netflix yeah right but she does you know it's yeah. like there's women of color that have been going through this experience for fucking years centuries decades and where's their fucking show yeah yeah do you feel like you because of all the work that you've done you found it easier to like find employment or is that still a struggle no, it's still a struggle um i have a bachelor's degree i'm in grad school and you know i work at a nonprofit, but like i make nonprofit money which yeah. is shit like i still struggle financially yeah um, it's not fucking easy and it's because you know i have like barriers <laughs> in place but now um I'm like, well, what am I like? What am I gonna do? You know, this this whole ban the box thing passed, but like, what's the implementation of it gonna be? Mm-hmm. You know, How like, long is that gonna take? Right, and people that are formerly incarcerated, like, I don't want a fucking job, bitch. I want a fucking career. I want to order some fucking guac with my tacos. Like, I want to be set. <laughs> yeah. Take a motherfucking vacation. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't want just to work to have a job. No, yeah. I want, like, do you job. find that 
the men that you've encountered that were formerly incarcerated, are, do they have it a little bit better or are they still in that same struggle? Well, there, that struggle is still there, but I think that there's more um, outlets that they can go into for employment. Like they can go into, for example, like at Homeboy, um, I'll speak to that. Like they can go into construction, they can yeah. go into like welding, they can go into so many different trades, but women can too, I'm not saying that they can't. However, I don't want to fucking go into construction. Like I need yeah. some AC. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Well, and maybe something that you're looking for is not, um, you know, something that's physical but mentally stimulating to you right. as well like you can't just say well yeah you're just gonna you have a degree like you're an educated person like you should yeah you, you don't want to settle no yeah so there's not for women i think you know the employment factor is obviously different than mm -hmm. it is for men um because like i said i don't i don't want to go into those fields so like where do i go like i don't i don't fucking know how to do hair like my hair Y'all glad y'all ain't got a visual, but <laughs> it looks fabulous. Okay, this shit is not ombre. Those are my roots. <laughs> I had that natural ombre once, girl. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so. Well, it passed for it, girl. <laughs> so, I mean, you I know you've been going to school. You know, you do do a lot of talks, and that's just to basically share your story, right? Right. Um, I share about I share my experience. Um, also discussing um, formerly incarcerated women in higher education and what that looks like or the experiences of formerly incarcerated people in higher education, which is great, right? And there's support for that for the most part. However, what happens after we get our degrees? Yeah, it's like, just, okay, I got the fucking degree. Now what? That's exactly what happened to me. Like I got the degree, still couldn't fucking find a job. I applied for a job on campus and they said, that's great, but nah, you got this record. So you can come here for school and get in debt. Yeah, we'll but, take your money, but we're not we gonna fucking, pay you. Yeah, we're just, and it's not like you're, I'm a danger. You're scared of me because I'm on this motherfucking campus anyway. It's just, we're just not gonna hire you. Um, Which is so fucked up because it's like they're teaching you and they're giving you the space to have a voice. And I'm sure they're like telling you, like, tell your story and blah, blah, blah. And yet they're being oh, the we're fucking so hypocrite. Proud of you. You're so fucking amazing. But now we can't hire you. But yeah, you can't work here though. Like, that's, that's, that's good though. Keep doing you, boo. Mm, we, yeah, but. That's it. It's like, yeah. fuck, can I get a hoodie at least, you know? Them fucking campus hoodies are expensive. Like $30. <laughs> no, they like 50 <laughs> I'm going to school in a minute. <laughs> I never bought one because of that. <laughs> yeah, so um, those things still exist. I'm, I'm in school, but, like, there's still those challenges. And I do speak about my experience, but also mainly to highlight the experiences of formerly incarcerated women and to talk about like the challenges that we face um, because I'm always complaining like, well, why aren't women at the table? We're gonna bring our own damn table and blah, 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 blah. But it's like, okay, I can't just be saying that and like not do it too. Right. So right. that's why I'd be out there like y'all. So like do, you, <laughs> do you have like a group of women um, working beside you doing this with you or are you mainly the main person? Doing well, it? on my campus, I'm, I'm sure that, you know, formerly incarcerated people have been there way before but just not vocal about their experience right and to my knowledge like I don't know of any other formerly incarcerated female student on my campus mm -hmm. that I can connect with like in uh. our in our we created a student organization <clears throat> for formerly incarcerated students and it's males you know and the other woman that we do have um they're she, just advocates she or? she's experienced it through a family member but her herself has not been incarcerated she's definitely an ally though but um the experience she doesn't have that you know experience so i do know women like in other on other campuses that have gone through that experience like um there's some at cal state la cal state long beach and um, cal state fullerton and um 
and even the community colleges especially. And we do, um, we're actually putting a panel together. We'll be presenting at the National Conference of Higher Education in Prison next week. And our topic is from parenting behind a glass to sitting in class. So, yeah. How do you feel about the people that think that they're, you know, people that are in prison don't deserve to um, have access to, they, they think of uh, rehabilitation as kind of like a privilege. Like, why should you be getting that if you're in prison? Because bitch, I'm gonna come back. <laughs> yeah, and you don't want me. And to I'm come gonna back. come back more fabulous. Come back. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, I, I've never been incarcerated, but I have been to jail, and I um, I've been arrested twice actually. Dang girl, I only got arrested once. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're back for more. <laughs> the first time, and I'm like, I was thinking about it on the way over here, like thinking about, well, like obviously I've never been incarcerated, but I've been to jail, and I. So, like, she put a, guy, a picture of a dog on somebody's car. <laughs> Terrorize the town. No, my first arrest was for, and that's the thing too. I'm like, I have to be more accountable for what I did. But then again, I feel so like, oh, it wasn't my fault. But anyway, the first thing was um, supposedly I, uh, it's like my charge was like assault against a police officer. So they, they that shit. trying to say that I put my hands on a police officer, like I roughed him up or something like that. I'm like, really? <laughs> like, I thought he was a stripper. <laughs> First of all. Oh, your costume real cute. It was so my mom's 40th birthday party. party. <laughs> and the second one, I totally deserve and never, ever. But so wait, what did you do? Okay, what was so, that? Okay. Long story short. <laughs> my dad, and please don't send me to jail again. My dad, uh, he used to grow weed in the backyard. It's legal now. But it wasn't back then. And so um, the cops went to my house because my brother and sister were in like a, a verbal argument. Yeah. Like really, really loud. So one of the neighbors, I'm assuming, called the cops because they thought that a woman is fucking being strangled in the living room and whatever. So yeah. the cops came to the house and my brother came, went outside and he said, do not open the door. I was like, okay. You opened the I door. knew, no, girl, I did not open the door. I went to the fucking back and I closed all the windows because you could see my dad's beautiful tomato plants growing, flourishing in the backyard. Yeah. Was it during the day or? Yeah, it was oh, in okay. the middle of the day. Actually, I was just about to leave to the beach. And they got in this fight, whatever. The cops get there, my brother's outside, and they immediately pulled guns on my brother's head. And I was like looking out the window. Oh my God. Prior to this, about two weeks before, uh, the cops. I believe, but who knows, racially profiled a car I was being driven home in from work. My brother and his friend were driving me home from work, and they told us that the car we were in was uh, stolen, but it wasn't. My brother's friend had just bought it. So they pulled shotguns on our heads, and they had us sitting on the curb and scared the fucking shit out of us. Well, yeah. me anyway. My brother's Literally. Like, just, yeah. yeah. My brother's just like, just be, just, just, just relax, be cool. just relax, just relax. So anyway, they run the plates, blah, blah, blah. It turns out he had just bought the car. Okay, you can go. No apology, nothing. Yeah, Even though we just not. embarrassed the fuck out of you and made you piss your pants. So that had happened. So when I looked out the window and I saw the gun pointed at my brother's head, I was so fucking freaked out. When the cops came to the door, I asked them, do I have a right to not open the door? Well, apparently... Excuse me! Excuse me! They lie. No, right. Okay, so they said, no, you don't. And they yeah, pushed... They actually lie. came in through the window. Well, actually, what? technically, I didn't have a right to not open the door. The reason behind that, but you don't know this because we don't all walk around with a law book. Right. Bitch, I do. I, well, <laughs> shit. I know. It's a pocket law book. I'm going to get you one. <laughs> I could get an app now if I wanted, right? That's but right. But back then, no. Because there was a probability that somebody was hurt inside. They can go in to check mm. because my sister's loud ass yeah. was screaming like somebody was murdering you know, her. Yeah, and yeah. she was just being wild. But so 
when they came in, they circled me and I was like, I just want to call my mom because she's coming home right now. And they were like standing around me and supposedly I pushed one of them. I don't have any recollection. Of and they just arrested your ass right there? They arrested me yeah. in the front yard. I was I was going to the beach, motherfucker. I was, I was, I was, I was, I was going to the beach, motherfucker. I was going to the beach, my beach, my I was going, I was going to the beach, 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 motherfucker. Okay, so anyway. I'm just trying to work out my tan. Can't you see how motherfucking Jeanette. pale I am? <laughs> Bitch, Janae ruined my life. And That's why she owe you coffee for life. That's right. So now it's really fucking hard to get a job elsewhere. Yeah. I went to school for speech pathology, and now trying to apply for my licensure is fucking impossible. I can't get my license. Yeah. Even though I went to school and I finished everything I had to do, I wrote all these bullshit rehabilitation letters about how I incorporate law enforcement in my classroom and teach children about and the community. And I dare to say no to oh, drugs. Girl, it is not easy. So I can only imagine... From your perspective, how much harder it is. And the second time? Oh, that was a, that was a DUI. <laughs> I totally deserved it. All I know is I had Cheetos all over my backseat. Cheetos? <laughs> no. Oh, that's why. <laughs> that's why. You, you, you were right. I know. No, they fucking thought I had drugs in my Cheeto bag, and they spilled them all over. I think they were just being mean. Because you didn't have hot Cheetos. I know. And then I, I had your Cheetos. I had girl. Christmas socks on, and they were like, "Oh, you like Christmas?" Oh, like, you were real drunk. <laughs> Like it's cold, motherfucker. But yeah, that's up. <laughs> Were you sitting in the tank with your Christmas socks? Yes, yes. I just remember this girl Thanks with God like, for these socks. <laughs> this girl with dreadlocks like was in the same tank as me and she just pulled the blanket down over her head and looked at me like mm-mm. <laughs> I was like, whatever, bitch. You live here too. <laughs> Are you gonna judge me? No. Just because your feet cold, bitch. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. So, I mean, I didn't have the you same experience, but I kind of, I you, feel for you, you know? You can't even be a dog walker if you have a felony. What? Yeah. What if you start your own dog walking no, business? you have to get, like, a license. You have to be a licensed dog walker. Like, <laughs> you can't fucking, that's why the dog's outside. Uh-huh. There you go. That's like so many roadblocks <laughs> put in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from our dogs. You ain't licensed. <laughs> you ain't qualified. <laughs> that's fucked up. And he's a freaking dog whisperer over here. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, stay stay ten feet away from these dogs now. Now we know. Yeah, certified. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I really admire the fact that you do what you do because, like you said, it's not easy for people to talk about that. It is like there is a stigma behind a lot of that. And so for you to just be able to be brave enough to tell your story and still continue that, even though you know you have all these barriers in place, you still continue to push yourself for higher education. Um, I feel like you're probably a great role model to your daughter. Like, you know, no, she'll appreciate it later. Not yet. But I mean, to see like everything that you've gone through, you know, and. So maybe, yeah, kids don't realize all those things right then and there uh, until they're grown. But I think, like, you're still not letting that get in your way. You're still like, no, I have a fucking dream. Like, there's things that I want to do. Okay, first of all, I never said I had a dream. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you got goals, girl. You got goals, I right? Just, I just realized, like, okay, I can't get a fucking job after I graduated. So let me just yeah. get another degree. It's almost survival. Really. So it, but you could have just said, well, fuck, yeah. I'm not going to do anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like a lot of people do. And just like, well, I'm not going to talk about it. And I'm just going to, you know, stay at home or I don't know. You know, yeah. I want to order fucking guacamole with my fucking tacos. That, that is my the, fucking dream. That's the motivation. <laughs> See, you got a dream, girl. You got a dream for that extra guac. That's my goal. That's my dream. <laughs> 
So one of the things that we tend to talk about on the show is dating. We definitely have spent countless hours talking about dating um, and our experiences. What have you found your experience to be dating um, after being incarcerated? I haven't had much experience dating. Um, or do you think about that? Like, is it because you're just so busy or are you worried like, oh, I got to, I got to, at some point I got to tell this fool. No. Um, so I, I did date somebody and on our first date, I was like, okay, like if somebody had that experience, like I would want to know coming in, like, don't make me fucking fall in love with your ass and then find out you got like fucking 10 kids, you got yeah. fucking herpes and fucking a felony. Like tell me that shit now. <laughs> you got herpes need, and a felony. <laughs> I need to know right now. Yeah. Um, I'm a very, I need to know person. So out of respect for the other person, that way they could make their determination on whether or not to date me. I, and it's also so part, like so much a part of my life. Yeah. Like if you Google my name, like it'll, shit will come up. You yeah. Know? So this you know, one guy we dated for a while, um, and it was our first date, and he picked me up from my house, and I didn't want him to know where I lived, so I had him pick me up somewhere else, because I was like, I don't know this motherfucker, I'm <laughs> yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, again, that was like, just like my paranoia and anxiety, and we were like a block away from my house, and in my head, I was like, okay, one, two, three, tell him, one, two, three, tell him, like, you're still close to home, if he fucking, you know, you can yeah. fucking get out of the car and walk it, like, it's not a big deal if he's not cool with it. And I told him about it and I was like, hi, um, by the way, like I have like 16 or 17 felonies. Is that cool? <laughs> <laughs> you down? <laughs> and then he was like, yeah. And I was like, okay. And we just, we went to, we, um, our date was we went to a Clipper game and we just went to the Clipper game. And afterward, after the game, like we just sat there and like just talked the entire time and everything was like, like it was cool. cool. Like it wasn't, a, it wasn't an issue in that way, but later like you know, issues because of that experience, you know, came up throughout the relationship, which is why he dumped my ass, but <clears> it's okay. <laughs> it's all right. Relationships are hard, girl. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I definitely like, I'm very vocal about it and I say it, but that experience in a relationship, like I have a lot of, I'm crazy. Well, it's not the fact that you were incarcerated that right. deters them from dating you. It's just maybe all the extra stuff that comes with that experience. Yeah. And then all that, which also makes me not really want to put myself out there in that way either. And like I said, aside from that person that I dated, like that's been it. Yeah. And we've been broken up. Like we broke up like almost a year ago or more than a year ago. Yeah. You talked earlier about um, some of the things that you do in social um, settings that you use, like tools that you use or how you mentally prepare yourself to deal with certain things that might trigger you. Are there things that you do um, in a relationship to help you with that? Um, well, like I said, this, was, this relationship was like my only um, real experience. And initially, like... I didn't do any of those things, but like I wasn't seeing a therapist. I wasn't doing any of that stuff that like I was supposed to do. I wasn't, mm -hmm. I didn't address anything about the experience. And I did tell this person like, boo, I ain't ready to fucking start dating. Yeah. But he insisted. And then eventually I was like, okay, this is cool. And by then he was tired of my shit, you know? Um, but it was definitely when I was in that relationship that I was like, okay, maybe I need to um, look as to why I'm reacting this way as yeah. to why I'm doing the shit that I'm doing. And once I started doing that, like it was, you know, it was the relationship was already pretty much done. But I think you need it's just like in any relationship you need, I don't know, to learn. Right. So like yeah, you, you go through something and experience. Yeah. And it's not always positive. 
but I mean, you went to therapy and you yeah. start to understand, okay, why was I acting the way that I what, was? If you don't mind, what kind of things has your therapist suggested you do? Because uh, I, we could probably all benefit from that. Can we get some free therapy right now? That's what she asked <laughs> like, I would just like go from like zero to 100 real fucking quick, you know, when I shouldn't have. Or like, you know, Tiffany mentioned like her experience, like, uh, well, like with her partner's past relations and stuff. So like the guy that I was dating was a total fucking whore beforehand and still worked with all of these people. Mm. And so yeah, I would have a hard time. I had a fucking <laughs> hard time. You know, yeah. I had a real hard time. Like, who the fuck is she? Oh, did you fuck her too? Like everywhere we went and like we, we were at a bar one time and he's like, oh, by that, by the way, like that chick over there, like just letting you know, like, I'm like, you fucked her. Like, seriously, I just yeah, see, see this is the thing that, that I don't I don't get too. is like, I don't fucking want to know. No, I do, though. I do. I don't I like do. look at I do. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. Because much. guess yeah. what? I am not gonna tell you every guy that I fucked. Like I'm just not. It's none of your Why? fucking business. I don't <laughs> I listen like, to the podcast. Girl. I know. Start from episode one. <laughs> yes, girl. You know. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, I don't need to know. Like, I don't care. Like, you had a life before me. Good job. Guess what? So did I. I don't congratulations. I, unless it has anything to do with me, like you got fucking herpes, you got kids or whatever, then yeah, tell me because I need to know. Herpes and children. I know. <laughs> herpes, a she, felon, hey, or a child. Did, she didn't uh, say felony. Felony, whatever. Like, like the guy She's that I'm open to that. Uh, dating right now, he was in jail for like three months or so for DUIs, you know, like whatever. I could give two fucks. But like it, those other girls have nothing to do with me. And like I am not going to tell you about every fucking guy that I've hooked up with or I've had sex with. I don't want to be asked that question. I don't really care to know about that unless it's going to have a direct impact on me. I could give, I could care less. So like to be, to be like, okay, well, if you had sex with her, I need to know. Like, no, I don't. So why, I, why do you ignorance think he told bliss. you? Do you like, think he I told care. you because he thought that no, she was going to come up to him or? Just because I told him like, okay, if we ever go into like a setting and there's someone that you slept with, like, I want to know. I don't want like, it just creates I, don't unnecessary want, well, I don't want her to be the one to tell me, you know, like, Cause yeah. bitches make shit I'll be like, weird. Bitch, I wish you would. You know, right? like bitches make shit weird, like we just talked about. So it's like I don't want to be approached and be like, have it be awkward. Well, I fucked him. And then be like, what the fuck? Oh, it's because I had sex with her. Oh, so you just let me fucking walk into this fucking I situation see. without no fucking knowledge? Like, what the fuck do I look like? I don't even know my man. <laughs> no, not gonna happen. See, my experience has been like, you know, where I feel like women have contacted him and they're disrespectful. Like they know all of a sudden he has a girlfriend and, and then it's like, hey. Because they can smell. That's like we said, a guy can smell the stench of dick a mile away. So when they know you get in some dick, they're like, oh, I'm going to call her and fuck her shit up. That's never happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> Give it some time. Well, girls, because you need some new dick in your life. And I bet you that once you do, your ex is going to be like, hey, girl, how you doing? He's going to be like, thank God, that bitch is not my problem. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I, I definitely wanted to know. Um, and then what else? Like. Then I found out that like this ex of his, that they've been broken up for like fucking seven years um, because he left his tablet and I fucking looked at it. <laughs> you have you have people that you can relate to on this podcast. So I mean, so you know, you then it's like there's like all these messages to like an ex and it was like fucking like a month before he met me talking about like this fantasy if they were like to run off together and like be together. And I'm like, the f like this was last month. Like you're not over this bitch. Like, you've been broken up for fucking seven years. And last month you were messaging her all this shit. And like, you didn't fucking tell me that. Like, I just he's like, oh, well, it doesn't matter because once I met you, like that was over. And it's like, no, you've been claiming like yeah this. But in reality, you were still fucking into her like last month. You know, like, no, that's not cool. And they were like friends on social media and all this stuff. And I was like, no, hell no. That she's an ex. She needs to I get stay that too. in her past life. I get that too. And he recently had to go visit his ex. And I was like, why though? Why uh, <laughs> I'd be like, honey, we going. 
<laughs> She's done that. She has done that. Oh, I'm going. <laughs> she don't even like to drive past that city. <laughs> That's true. I, I hate it that. here. <laughs> so I'm like, I really like it. If air. I could move there, I would. They got beautiful homes. Well, she live in the ghetto parts. So. I know, but I'm just saying, I like the nice part. <laughs> of course she does. <laughs> like borderline Irwindale. <laughs> I have no self-control. He has a password on his shit now, let me just say. Or after that, quickly. And I was like, what you trying to hide? Why is there a password now? Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, you confronted, like, I can't get in here. <laughs> um, excuse me? There's a problem with the, with the tablet. <laughs> you're, violating, hey, you're, you're violating my privacy. I was like, we're in a relationship. You have no privacy. What are you talking about? <laughs> but then he brought up a good point. He's this like, okay, so like, you go to Homeboy Industries and you fucking take pictures with like all these fucking dudes and I'm totally okay with it because I have to. And like, I can't have lunch with a friend. And I was like, no. Is she new? because they against new friends and i get that too no no new friends for sure thank you no new friends like fucking drake said he was on something no new friends friends. but he had this friend that was an old friend like call him and be like oh um she lives in northern california and then just be like oh um i'm driving down to la i'm gonna drive by your work can i take you lunch and he was like oh sure so i'm like you got a bitch bringing you lunch to work what the fuck have i brought you lunch to work the only fucking females i need to be bringing you lunch to work is your mama your kid or myself and guess what i ain't so you ain't eating Stop. <laughs> so like, what's the big deal i'm like uh that's not cool i don't like that you're on the same same wavelength as uh tiffany, tiffany for that's sure you were like yeah i just see her being like mm-hmm, uh-huh. nodding her head oh like, and, yes girl and then after we broke up him and this friend went to the adele concert together and like she spent the night at his house of course she did yeah and they set up to like wee hours of the night drinking wine motherfucker when the fuck have we done that <laughs> she was like outside <laughs> It is now. It is now 101, the wee hours. Let me look through my diary. We have you. never done this. He calls the blinds. Otherwise, you're like, what's wrong with your blinds? Your blinds aren't working. I can't see through them. Knock on the window. Hey, can I get a glass? Takes the bitch to the airport. Oh, but there's nothing wrong with that. Whatever. She can Uber. fucking Uber that shit. Okay, I fucking Uber it all the fucking time. Right. I guess so. I mean. I don't know. But I mean, because I think about one of our friends who is like, it's us three and one of our friends in a group chat. Yes, we do. And we're, yeah, and he's, you know, male, right? We're always talking. We're always joking. I mean, we start texting at five in the morning till whenever. I mean, sometimes we don't text at all. But he is, you know, he's, I don't know. I don't want to say one of the girls, but we're just like friends and we always text. And then I do feel like he doesn't always tell his partner. Like he tells him about us. Uh, right. But. Like we text, I think uh, Tiffany text, sent a text late at night. He's like, why'd you do? They tried to get me in trouble with my girlfriend. I'm like, your girlfriend should know like we're her, like your friends. But I guess because I just don't see it like it's a threat because I, I know we're not about his dick. I know we're not about his dick. I know we're not about his dick dick. I know we're not about his dick. I know we're not about his dick dick. I know we're not about his dick. I know we're not about his dick dick. I know we're not about his dick. I know we're not about his dick. I know we're not about his dick. So you know, somebody from the out, like, you know, who doesn't know us, doesn't like, Yeah, and that was the that. thing, like, he never introduced me to her. I was never, like, none of that ever happened. So I think had he handled the situation differently, where, like, we would have met each other and introduced. Like, hey, this is my friend. Right. Blah, blah, yeah, exactly. Friends. And also so you could see them interact. Right, and that never happened. So that just fucking, I live in my head, like, that just. <laughs> you guys are like yeah that, that made it worse so i think had he like included me in that it would have been a different experience like it would have right. still i would have still you know been not cool, cool with, with it with it like <laughs> let me i would have been bothered but you know yeah, it like, been a little bit yeah better. like first of all she should not be spending the night she should not be bringing you like she needs to 
So you need to have boundaries. boundaries. Yeah. Like, okay, you're friends, but like now you're in a relationship, so have some boundaries. Like those boundaries, respect. We're not, yeah, we're once, not in place. Yeah, I get that. We, we People are met. disrespectful. I'm absolutely done with him. That's why every fucking female that has like come through and like. I'm like, no, they're, look at like they're being disrespectful and you expect me to be okay with somebody that you've been friends what, since middle school that you don't talk to anymore, but yet I, I feel, this is me, is that you care more about her feelings than you care about mine. You care more about hurting her feelings and, and telling her, hey, I got a girlfriend, than you care about like how I feel. And that's where I have a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's where the problem <laughs> lies and yeah. I agree. I mean, I don't probably act like that, but I agree with you. <laughs> Yeah, I, ca I can't like hide how I feel. Like Neither. I can't be like, oh, let me just you know, table suppress this. Later. No, it's gonna be, it's gonna be worse. We gonna talk about it right now. And he, yeah, I can't. he's very like, I'll we tense talk up about right this away. Later? No, because you're gonna fucking no. ignore it and not talk about it. And I need this address right now. Yeah. I I totally get that. I I can be very very much like that. I I'm I can't hold it in. If if I'm not gonna verbally say it, you are gonna read my motherfucking face and you are gonna know like I'm fucking pissed. And yeah, there'll be a point like I'm already just thinking like, what am I gonna fucking say? How am I gonna no. See, at least you think about it. I don't. Take, I just, it, take I just, you down. Like, I need to get my words and be like, what the fuck? Yeah, see, I can't think Me of Me either. I just, just start talking. Yeah. You know, eventually, like, the issues became, like, different. When we first started, like, dating and stuff, he would do, like, all these sweet and amazing things for me. And at the time, like, I, like I had said, like, I'm not ready to date. Um, and I didn't see the value in them. Like, for example, one time he showed up to my house, like, at 6 in the morning with fucking pan dulce. Conchas. Like, everybody knows I love me some pan dulce. So he shows <laughs> up to my house. I supposed to bring you some. <laughs> he shows up to my house, like, early in the fucking morning. And I'm like, first of all, it's so fucking disrespectful. Like, you're coming to my house without telling me, like, that's some <laughs> fucking stalker shit. Like, you need, yeah, that's disrespectful as fuck. Like, you don't just roll up to my house like that. And then, like, that's some stalker shit. Like, what are you trying to do? You yeah. Know? So I like chewed him out for that. Yeah. Aww. He's like, I'm just trying to bring you your favorite. He's like, bitch, let me love you. Yeah. And then like, he would bring me like tacos when I was studying and flowers. And I'd be like, what the fuck? What the fuck did you do? Why are you bringing me flowers? Like, yeah. What, what are you doing? And he was like, bitch. I'm being nice, bitch. Yes. And so I couldn't understand, like wrap my mind around, around what he was that. doing. Yeah. So to me, everything was like wrong. Like you're doing this. There was thing. an ulterior motive right. all the time. Right. Like, yeah. so. <laughs> Finally, when I was like, oh, wait, maybe he does really like me. He was like, pitch, I'm tired of your shit. Yeah. <laughs> no tacos for you. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, then I kind of like reevaluated like, okay, like what? But also um, like he, he was just like emotionally just like not very vocal about stuff, you know, like mm. he, he, he's like, I don't know. I don't want to say that it's a gender thing, but. Um, no. I mean, I think that's kind of. I am more like, well, I'll be vocal when I feel like like in those situations with like that, that girl at the wedding happened and I was very vocal about it. But sometimes I feel like I freak out so much that I, I'll try to keep it in and not talk about it because I know it's just going to piss him off because he doesn't have a problem like talking about it. But I always feel like our, like he doesn't, we don't see eye to eye on anything. So I'll just try to keep it in, except keeping it in involves me like just being very dismissive of him. Passively aggressive. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, or just like he tries to hug me and I'm kind of like, I just feel stiff and like, just like, I don't want to look at him kind of thing. Well, it's like, yeah. bitch, I know something's wrong. Like, just tell me. And, I, and I'll, I'll just, no, nothing's wrong. I'm fine. Kind of thing, which mm -hmm. is bad too. Yeah. He wouldn't even ask me because he knew it was going to be like, oh my God. No, but I've dated <laughs> a guy like that that doesn't ever see fault in himself. Yeah. Um, and will just be very much like, well, I'm over it now. So you should be too. Or like, yeah. uh, like as opposed to it. does not address it at all. And I will address it. And it kind of, it's. It's not like he's making me seem like I'm crazy. He'll let me say my part, but he'll never. Feedback or <laughs> he never just is like, yeah, you know, I did that or I was acting a certain way. He's just like, okay, like I'm listening to you. And then 
like okay we're like it's great you know yeah. and it's like oh just can you be like can you just say you like how fuck? you're feeling yeah, yeah. could you yeah. give a fuck at and least one half of availability one. Yeah. yeah that was the situation here like i would say like this and that bothered me and he was like okay nothing bothers I, I, me i hear you i yeah. get it and i'm like i'm i'm sorry okay like yeah, so. and you, I think you just kind of want to hear, well, what are you going to do to yes. make it better? Like, How what? are you going to fix this? Are you going to bring me tacos now? No, bitch, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Never again. So that, that's, that's like my thing. Like, how, how are you? Like, I sat with these feelings. I felt like shit and like you were just okay with it. How are you going to make me feel better that that, or that that's never going to happen again or so whatever? They will make you feel better. I just made you an appointment. That's what I need. And that was a thing, like, whenever, like, something, maybe you need to go see your therapist. Oh. Motherfucker. Oh. Maybe you need to fucking see one, too, to talk about all those repressed emotions from your fucking childhood. Yeah. <laughs> childhood traumas. We all have them. Um, yes. I just block them out. <laughs> I don't remember my childhood. Yeah, that, that that's crazy. I mean I, I mean, I feel like you guys have a lot of similarities, but I do feel like guys tend to not talk you know a lot of times which is frustrating i know for me i'm like fucking say something but just because we want to talk all the time i guess we want to always say how we feel yeah i mean well talking about stuff just makes everything so much more clear and then when guys don't talk you just kind of leave you in like murky water and you don't really know where you stand yeah and i think that uncomfortable feeling leads to you getting even more insecure or you know just don't understand what your status is with the other person but with him he was like i already addressed it that's it. Stop rehashing it. Let it go. Yeah. And I'm like, how can I let it go if we haven't done anything to or talked like, about it? Yeah. Like what's going. OK, so what's going to happen now? Yeah. Or like, what is the action? Like what? What now? Like, mm-hmm. I can't do that. Yeah. Or like something happens and it's just like you just fucking avoid me for like two days. Like, no, because in my head. I'm fucking shit up and it's getting worse. Instead yeah. of just I totally get that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not hearing from someone and leaving you all yeah. red and shit. <laughs> Except you don't know that they left you on red because they ain't got an iPhone. So you don't know. <laughs> You're just assuming. Oh, they got that Android. Even got, worse. They got <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I ain't hating on yeah, that. Yeah, but I don't think that those are like specific to like me being formally incarcerated. I think those are no. also like from past experiences. Yeah. Like, and maybe some of like the insecurity <laughs> or anxiety is because of that, um, but not. Maybe completely. it's aggravated by that, you know? Yeah, for sure. Because. Yeah, because I feel like those like acts of like affection that you were getting that you were like mad about <laughs> maybe comes from because I feel like I've been in that situation before where they're doing something really, really nice and you don't know what their intentions are. And you're kind of like weary, like, why are you doing that? Yeah, like, that's how I felt. Like, why are you doing this? Yeah. And some people might look from like the third party and say like, well, that's coming from you, like not being able to accept that you are worthy of those types of um, forms of affection. Those are things that you're not comfortable with because you've never experienced them before. Like, um, as a kid, you know, I've met people before who've had the experience where their parent never told them that they love them. Mm -hmm. And then when they're an adult and you're like, affectionate and saying things they're just kind of like like they freeze up because they don't know how to process that it's not something that they're comfortable with that's like my dad getting a hug yes just (laughs) like when i hug amber's dad at the bakery he just like turns into a piece of stone (laughs) why are you doing this he's like oh okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah when i meet people i'm like do not hug me do not oh i hugged you when you got here we're all huggers (laughs) that's different like i when i first meet somebody oh yeah somebody like an initial yeah i'm like uh, like I got this. I got this fellowship that I completed um, in New York, and when I first met the director, um, he was like, "Oh, give me a hug," and I was like, "What? Oh, okay, 
we're doing this already. <laughs> Breathe. It's cool. Okay. 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 You're in my yeah. bubble, but yeah. yes. So those are like things that I have to like, okay. But you have to try to like space. mentally prepare yourself for. Yeah. yeah. So now coming out of that relationship, um, like I said, we um, it's been a while. I have not dated or online dated or. Well, when you prepare to online date, just let me know. I got all the advice because I've done them all. I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> Thing. All you have to do is DM them and say, hey, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> That's all you do. Next thing you know, you're being ignored for two days. But it's great because it's someone is ignoring you. Just message them. And you get banned off Tinder, but don't worry. W-Y-B. I'm going to teach you how not to get banned. <laughs> how to get back on. <laughs> I don't know. I would want to meet a person and like not do the online thing. It's hard to meet people. I'm like, what if they're a serial killer? I mean, girl, you can be a serial in. killer at a bar. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's yeah, true. no. Uh, so you can help me find dates in person and I'll help you find dates online. Tech Demon. And you guys have to go together. No, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, you mean I got to leave my house? <laughs> well, that's why you got to go gotta, online. Yeah, people. <laughs> yeah, no. You don't got to leave your home. Also, like, I work full time, I go to school full time. And I ain't nobody got time for that. I just don't have, like, I don't want to go through, like, the emotional, like, drain, like, the whole, like, being. Uh, I don't no, know. It, it, it's. It is Especially like much. after like this last guy, like I don't know. Like, yeah, right. give yourself time. Yeah, you're just focusing on. Also, what? ain't nobody checking for this either. Let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, oh yeah, who says I want to date a chick with like fucking tons of felonies? And- they don't gotta know that. They just gotta meet you first, and then they were like, okay, well, who cares? Is the way I see it. It's not the first thing. Like, hey, this is Lily. She was formerly incarcerated. Like, so they're gonna be like that. You. It's just like, yeah, it's just like, okay, that's oh my gosh. something in your past. Like, I've. This was like a while ago, maybe like two years ago. I went to a bar with my friend and this guy was like talking to me, right? And he's like, you know, trying to talk to me. And I'm like, I wasn't, and I was like, he asked you. I was like, (laughs) I was in prison. (laughs) (laughs) That was the first thing that I said. And he was like, (laughs) like he thought it was like the most, I was like, but I'm serious. And he's like, oh my God, I like you. I was like, no mofo, like for real. I'm like, okay, that's my disclaimer. I said it like, yeah. Oh, well. So people usually think that it's a joke. So, yeah. Well, maybe because it, it's not as serious to them as it is to you. And then I think also, like, when we now. think of a person that's been to prison, like, a woman is not, what like, the image that comes to your mind. Yeah. So they like, bitch, you playing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's just lack of knowledge and ignorance. Like you said, like, if you think of, like, solitary confinement, you think, well, fuck, you must have done something crazy. Or, you like, shank somebody in the neck. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you don't know, like, <clears throat> the reasons why you could be put in solitary. And I think like, that's just ignorance, you know? So it's like, oh, okay. Like that's crazy you know yeah. that's fucked up or whatever so i feel like just let people get to know you and, and love why, you for like, who you are what you do is really important you know i'm sure for a lot of people even if they don't have the balls to come up to you and say that what you're doing opening all these avenues of communication for them and like kind of speaking their experiences they might not have the guts to do it at this point like it's good because you're making people educated and you're I mean, we know you not like really, really, really well, but like. But you send fire memes. So, you know. <laughs> yes, she does. That's, that's what I do. <laughs> and you talk shit to my brother. So, you know. But I, love always <laughs> I know, but you know what I'm saying? This, so, yay. He talks shit You're to cool. me. You're cool. <laughs> yeah, for the record. Yes, we know. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, oh, you're like the first one to love my memes. <laughs> He always the first one to love all of our memes because he ain't doing shit. I sh- and, and now it's me. I'm the second one. Because <laughs> well, I ain't doing shit. Days. I know. I'm like, and they're, they're like, have you seen this one? I'm like, I haven't seen it. We were laughing at this one. I'm like, I, n- like I never, I liked it, but I didn't read it. 
<laughs> or what happens yes. to me is like I'll resend the same meme that somebody else. Did. That's <laughs> always like, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, y'all. Sometimes you don't know. I'm not checking. I'm just sending. <laughs> Cool. Well, thank you so much for being on here because we wanted to talk to you forever for yes, the longest you, time. I'm sorry uh, I couldn't make it juicier. I know no. it was pretty juicy. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on and talking to us about it. And you know, I would just say continue to do what you do because I mean, I think it's admirable and um, uh, it's important for people to hear, right? Yes. Yeah, definitely. Well, so. thank you, ladies, for having me. It's been fun. Go reevaluate my love life. Right at now. least we. At least we <laughs> laughed. <laughs> Just listen to the next podcast and you'll be like, oh, okay, I'm not alone. <laughs> I definitely don't want this. <laughs> but then I'm like, this is meant, like, this is their fault. What's it called? Like, there was something called, what is it, gaslighting? Gaslighting. Oh, yeah, gaslighting. Yeah. That's what mofos be doing. We like, talked about yes. that one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't fucking, and I'm always like, trying to gaslight me right now. I'm like, oh, no, no. I yeah. was talking to my cousin. I was like, he's gaslamping me. <laughs> <laughs> She's all, he took you to San Diego? <laughs> She's like, what? Is this a new sex game that I've never heard of? <laughs> Is this like teabagging with a twist? <laughs> with their ass instead of their balls? Yeah. Yes. Gaslamp it. <laughs> it's, it's the new Dutch oven, bitch. <laughs> I get gaslamped every night, though. <laughs> Shit, at least you're getting something every night. <laughs> Oh my god, that's gross. That's gross. Uh, all right, I guess on that note, later, bitches. Bye. Bye. <laughs>